everyone, and welcome to the pod. I'm Kayleen. And I'm Anna. And we're Entrepreneurs, a podcast by two gay idiots learning to how to own and operate their own businesses in the midst of end-stage capitalism. Welcome back, welcome everybody. Welcome back. It is season, season seven. Season seven? And we Whoa. have taken... We have made... We have made it past most primetime television. Oh, is this when we start having, I like, feel like, awkward cameos? Yeah, this is when we start to jump the shark. This is when <laughs> people's viewership is really challenged. Um, yeah, I feel like most of the shows I love didn't last past season six. Buffy made it to season seven. It was I a think- rough one. Yeah, so we're almost coming up on one year, or two years. I, I'm not great with numbers. Yeah, two years. Two years. It'll be two years in May from when we first recorded our first episode. And I want to, I was kind of like looking back on this as to like one, one of the, like we've done kind of like a lot, I think, like with the podcast, like with the newsletter, we had some working sessions, we launched some coaching, like we, we've, we've had it grow some legs and we've done, you know some cool stuff with it. And I think one of the reasons that it has been successful and has lasted this long is because I think me and Kayleen are just very laid back and we're just like, yeah, let's do it. And then we do it. And yeah. We're, not, we're really not perfectionist about it. I think that's the main thing. Yeah. We are, we're not um, waiting for the circumstances to be perfect. Yeah. We're not overly obsessed with like perfect like, uh, perfect quality, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I don't think what we do is bad, but I also don't think we are obsessed with, like, perfect editing or perfect environmental constraints or... Or even, like, any. Yeah, we don't do video, and I think, like, a lot of podcasts no. are doing that. And to me, That's, that yeah. just seems like a lot. And maybe... Yeah, I... I, um... I recorded, I like recorded a little bit on a podcast um, for one of my clients and I got there and there was a video camera and I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. This is an audio medium. It was still fun, but I was just not expecting it. Yeah, it's it's just kind of a lot. And I know because people are doing it for social media so they can grow um, on there. But also, you know what a great way to grow a podcast is? Leave us a five-star review. We would really appreciate that if you yep. just left us a review because we have a lot more listeners than we do have reviews. Um, so yeah, I think you can only leave a even review Even if Apple, you right? are, even if you have to, yeah, even if you have to leave it a review in Polish. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we we're are, famous in Poland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we'll appreciate it. Um, but, and there's also that, like, translate button, too, so we could probably figure out what, mm-hmm. what you're saying. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think it's just, like, there's this pressure to grow on social media, which I don't think, like, we ever really meant. Like, I don't I don't. We're know always kind of like, whatever happens, happens. Whoever follows, follows. Yeah. And, and not, like, persi- like, continually trying to grow on social media which has been really liberating and I think it is I mean I have never really felt burnt out um and because it is a lot because I get annoyed when people are like having starting a podcast is easy and I'm like I we and Kayleen well no it'd be the easiest if it was just us or like solo 
But like, yeah, I don't want to say it's like the lowest effort, but we could be doing a lot more to like make this podcast bada bing, bada boom. And it's still a lot. So I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, we're busy people. Like we just. Well, yeah. and then we're busy people. About, we're like, fitting this in. Yeah, they're talking about, like, TikTok maybe getting taken away. And, like, I feel I made a TikTok about how I kind of want, like, TikTok to go away. And I have, like, duets and people, like, commenting. They're, like, same. I think we're just, like, this is too much. Um, Yeah, well, get all those people to sign up for your email list so that you don't lose them forever when TikTok disappears. I know. I just, I just made it. I had like, I don't know. It just like, it really hit me that like we really like can't have our entire followings be on one, like uh, a local person that I know, like part of the mutual aid community in town who has a like very popular like ice cream speakeasy where he makes like really amazing ice creams the i've you've had them before oh Um, yeah yeah yeah. that was lovely his facebook got hacked and his entire business is on a facebook group that only he was the admin of Mm. so it's like four thousand people in that facebook four thousand people yeah and then and then the hacker ice cream speakeasy yeah, and all of his friends, and then the hacker started messaging people pretending to be him asking for money, and because he's, like, a person in the community that people trust, they've gotten, like, thousands of dollars out of his friend list who don't realize that he's hacked. It's been, like, this whole thing. Yeah. And it's, like, a huge disruption of his income because he doesn't have his platform anymore. Like, literally, mm-hmm. in a minute, it can get taken away. Mm-hmm. Um, so like collect emails <laughs> if social mm-hmm. mis- media disappears or your account gets shut down or you get hacked, like you have to have a way to contact your community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's wild. It happens a lot. I feel like with like Instagram, I haven't heard of it on Facebook because I'm not really active there, but it makes sense. And it's the same yeah. thing. And I would also be willing to put money that Meta is probably lobbying for TikTok to get banned off of the oh, like yeah. Cold War or whatever the fuck we want to call it that's going on with like Russia and China between the US. Oh yeah. I don't know. I think if we ban TikTok, I think it's kind of like an act of war, honestly. Like I think it's a, a Yeah, big... but oh man, I'll I feel like I'd give you so much more productive. No, I'm about I the agree, point where I'm about Kayleen. to delete that app again. I mean, it's the same cult mentality when it's like, please just tell me what. I- <laughs> it's like when people don't want the big government. I'm just like, I don't care. Like, I, I'm, I'm over. The free market is overwhelming. Like, please take away. The free market. Please take this really toy away. Free. Yeah, literally. Like, I don't have. Boundaries. It's like when you can't stop. It's like when you can't stop eating a bag of chips. You're like, someone take this from me. Oh my gosh. Yeah, almond, almond mom. <laughs> like. Hide it. <laughs> you know, I th- I mean, how Hide many it. times have I told you, Kayleen, like, you know I can't have sugar in the house. <laughs> Not allowed to buy Oreos when you're staying with me. <laughs> I can't control myself. So stay tuned. Um, we, I want to talk about, like, a couple astrological things that have happened recently. Yeah, it's very active. Uh, yeah. We're very active. I'm I'm tired. My body is tired. Yeah. (laughs) I'm feeling okay, but I think I'm, like, astrologically, like, a lot of things are moving out of, like, 
some heavy places for me. And it's also my birthday in a couple weeks. So I just have that. um, Yeah, I feel like I feel like nothing heavy is happening to me, but I'm witnessing a lot that's happening to other people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like kind of like walking like. I could tell, like, even on the internet, I can tell who's having, like, their Saturn returns. Because just out of nowhere, they're just like, I think my entire career has been a lie, and I want to change everything that I've been doing. And it's just, like, one of the comments is like, oh, your Saturn return just hit? And it's just it's just so obvious. Um, one of my friends thinks, like, I don't know. Like, you can tell, like, when your degree goes exact – I feel like that's, like, when, like, a big boom happens. So people having, like, identity crises, um, breaking up with their partners, quitting, getting fired from their jobs. Like, it's all moving. Yeah. It's all very, like... My Saturn return... My Saturn return was me quitting my my professional job and, like, literally, like, the dates of my specific Saturn return are the days from when I put in my notice to when I, like, moved to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Almost I, to the day. I got fired um, from just this job I took over the pandemic. But I think I was kind of trying to. Because, like, my partner And you quit. shaved your head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Well, you were, yeah, you were rabble-rousing. They were doing some unfair business practices. And you whistle blew. And they yeah. fired you. I know. And that's, <laughs> so. I like, here's the thing, you guys. I would really like to be a, um, an employee I really would. It's kind of like the big government thing where it's just like, can we just make it easy? You know? Um, but yeah. Could someone I, just tell me what to do and then give me a, give me money? But I have a heart. I can't keep my damn mouth shut. I just want to like, I'm like, there's a more efficient way to do this. Like what? And, and the inefficiency of most businesses and just like the like malpractice a lot of times. I'm not good at it politically and I can't shut up. So We've talked about it before. The main reason that I am self-employed is because I am unemployable. So, da-da-da-da-da-da. Okay, shall we do tarot time? Yeah, let's go. So we ended with the fool, right? Yeah, so what new journey are we on? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm sticking with the same deck. I don't know. I've had no desire to move away from this deck. What deck is this? Personally or podcast. This is the Muse Tarot. It's really beautiful, but it's kind of... It's so beautiful. Hard. It's multimedia. It has the... It's femme-centric. Glisten in it, right? It has, like, the gold leaf. Yeah. Uh, No, it's got, like, a coral... Oh. Like edging to it. But it's like multimedia collage style, like digital collage style. Yeah, it's it's a good one. All right, what do we need for the collective? Deep into Pisces season, right around the equinox. No, this Switching will come out. Pisces It'll be Aries, Aries season. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. All right, well, we're deep in Pisces season, which means that time means nothing. Clearly. 12th house, yeah. Ah, this is actually a repeat from something recent. Um, we have the Ace of Swords again. Oh, that's interesting. Cool. Yeah. Um, 
coming yeah, after the fool, I which think, is zero. Yeah, I think that... Uh, get out of there. I got a cat that's being a brat. Got a podcasting get kitty out. cat. I yeah. love the Ace of Swords. It took me a while to come around to because just the swords in general yeah. kind of make me... Well, I think, hesitate. yeah, I think, too, the, um, this card calls the swords the, the voices. Mm. Um, and oh. I think uh, one, of, one of the things I've come to, like, really understand about swords fairly recently is that it has a lot to do with clarity and truth and how we use our words. Mm. Um, not just about action, um, but it's about how we, how we express ourselves to others. Um, and how, and I don't know, I think the Ace of Voices, a kind of, or the Ace of Swords always hits me like a lightning strike. Like it's, it's often depicted as like something that's going to shake you up. Can I see the um, card? It comes kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. And you can see it's like opening a portal to her brain. Here, bring it closer. I feel like I'm like, what is happening here? I, it, oh, it's an, oh, wow. It's an owl. We've got an owl. We've got the Tibetan prayer, and we've got the Tibetan prayer cloths, Mm -hmm. which are activated by air. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've got this portal shaft of light going straight into her head. Mm -hmm. The funnel from like an unseen source. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. I feel like that has a lot of like signs for me because the night before, like Saturn shifted i feel like i had a dark night of the soul and all this stuff that i thought i was over with i was just like crying in bed and i'm really not like one to ruminate that much i'm really not that nostalgic but i was like where is this coming from and then i was trying to go to sleep and then this like vision of an owl like honestly it kind of looked like that owl like with its like wing spread came and yeah, and then I just got really tingly. So I don't know what, if that's Ace of Swords, but I think it kind of was because it's like a new way of thinking, which is a new way of being, which really is a good segue for our topic. Set the table. We are serving the main dish. The title of this episode is tunnel vision um and this is kind of like what someone else and how sometimes it can be a little bit obsessive and um really like just focusing on yourself and creating a new way of living because people always say like you know with the swords you have to like cut things out but it's always not, like, I don't know if it's, like, forever, but the the self-focus and self-obsession it takes to reinvent yourself. So, Kayleen, I feel like Kayleen's going through, like, a pretty deep process of this right now. We were, we were brainstorming. Yeah, ideas. it was kind of inspired by a, it was inspired by a text I sent you, which is just, like, um... It's really ridiculous how absolutely self self absorbed you have to come you have to become in order to like facilitate transformation. Mm-hmm. You really can't let in. Uh, you really can't. Your your focus narrows 
really intensely. It has to. Um, because if you let other people's, like, voices or opinions in, um, it gets muddled and your, like, end vision is going to be compromised. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I It's kind of inspired by the fact I've been, like, going really hard. Like, um, I've been going really hard at the gym um, since the beginning of the year um, and do, focusing a lot on physical, uh, like, transformation and... Um, and like that kind of alchemy. Um, and yeah, I've become just like a really fucking annoying gym bro where all I talk, all I can think about or talk about is the shit that has to do with like uh, my fitness. And like that's really an- like those people are really annoying. Nobody wants to hear about your diet. Nobody wants to hear about your exercise. But you um, and you kind of have to uh you kind of just have to commit to being irritating. <laughs> um, yeah. Even right? if you annoy, like, yeah. like that's just, you just kind of have to fucking, if you're, if you want the end goal, if you want the end result that you have, like that you fixated on, you really need to just like embrace the fact that not everybody's going to get it mm-hmm. and not everybody's going to like your process um, and that you're gonna neglect some things that maybe don't deserve to be neglected, but like just aren't a part of your vision at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just like how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to decide whether your end goal is worth that to not, to you or not. Yeah, I think um, I think that's really good because yeah. I was listening to I I think I sent this podcast to you. It was about burnout and it's actually um like a friend of mine who is like a filmmaker and they said something that really stuck with me we can link the podcast below they just started it I'm really really proud of them um it's called unscripted work wives and they're both filmmakers and they're very extremely like I would say like top of the line for like kind of run and gun filmmaking and not like with big set stuff Really incredible. I think like a lot of the stuff that they shoot, you could be like, oh, wow, 20 people probably were on their set, that set, but it's like two people. But they said something really interesting. They were like, if you see a, a work of art that is really good, it's because nine times out of 10, that person gave everything they had to it. And it's true. And it's like, that's a lot of times with like running your business, or any sort of like transformation or completing a project, it's like you have to commit to having a tunnel vision. And that's why a lot of times people, especially like in the creative industry, people, you'll be like, oh, I worked really hard on this. And then I'll be like, oh, that's just because you're really passionate about it. And it's just like, no, it's because I don't want to have shit work. Like... (laughs) It's literally like yeah, why I, mean, I can't charge under a certain amount because it's like no because I I can't turn this off. I can't deliver something that right. isn't a certain right standard. Um and I think that also echoes into like self-transformation. Like when somebody goes through like abrupt or violent habit change and completely changes the way that they look or they act or they like move throughout the day 
it's because like it took almost everything that person had. Um, right. And I, I mean, I, I'm a very Saturian woman. And I also think I'm more of like a wartime leader, right? There's like peacetime leaders and wartime leaders. And the peacetime leaders are like, oh, it's okay. It can all be easy. And I think it can be easy. But like you can never hide from the hard work. But it's I think I, I fully agree with what you were saying, Kaylee. And it just needs to be the desired outcome needs to be worth needs to be worth it and like align with what you want, what you actually want and not what other people want you to want which can make it really i don't want to say yeah isolating. i mean be prepared for a be prepared for a lot of people to tell you that what you're doing is unhealthy like oh, i don't yeah. know i feel like in our i feel like the the anti-grind and hustle like yeah culture bounce back is you know like of course there's some validity to it there's a lot of validity to it we should be taking care of ourselves. At no point should we be grinding for anybody but ourselves. Um, and yes, capitalism has like fucking destroyed a lot of shit um, and doesn't care about us. But at the same time, like both things can also be true mm-hmm. in that when you do have something that you're really going after, you have to make sacrifices and you have to work a little bit. You have to work a little bit harder and you have to maybe be unhealthy for a while, mm-hmm. you know, unhealthy, quote marks, in order to, like, hit the things that you want to hit and get the yeah. things that you want to get. And then you can rest later. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Or, you know, you can just decide I'm not going to do it all. Like, you can be like, OK, well, then, you know, I'm going to chill out on my social life for these three months. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm going to get sleep and do this thing. And that's actually probably more healthy than trying to do everything. Yeah. Um, but people who don't understand are, are going to hate. Like, that's Mm -hmm. just, you know, people, people who see people who are insecure about where they are, are always going to like talk shit about people with ambition. Yeah. And I'm, I'm always just kind of like if they're not paying their bills your bills why are you listening to them um because it's it's right. just like you're the one for the most part that's need to t- going to take care of you and if you're in a situation like a domestic situation where somebody is providing for you like I, maybe this is controversial to say but like yeah I think they do get a say like you're a dependent at that point you know like you have to move with somebody else yeah, in I mean mind. of course of course um, like yeah of course if you're like if you have a home partner or you like your finances are tied up with somebody else like that's mm-hmm. not you can't just like bounce but I have mm-hmm. built my life so I don't have to worry about those things and if the people in my life don't like what I'm doing they don't have to be there. Yeah. Yeah. The end. I, I want to talk about this really I quick pay my own rent. <laughs> because I feel like this is like a very good example of just I think also it's this this concept of like believing in your dream and like believing in something that like might seem mm-hmm. an impossible perhaps. Um, my favorite movie – Everything I've talked about it on this podcast a lot, 
And Kayleen thinks that it is science fiction because no mother would ever apologize to her child like that. (laughs) Um, I don't, yeah, I I feel like my enjoyment of the film is, like, greatly decreased by the fact that I don't buy into it emotionally at all. Um, I think it is pure fantasy. So to me, it just feels like, a excel an excellent superhero movie, but I don't understand why everybody is so obsessed with it. <laughs> I I really enjoy it, and it well, it's a movie that is now the most awarded film of all time. It swept the Oscars, like it got almost every single. It's a like, diff- it was a difficult Oscar. night. It was a difficult night for Tarnation over here. What is what is Tarnation? Tar the the Kate the Lydia like the the Kate Blanchett movie that was also oh I don't know nominated Tar which was incredible I I've never it. seen a movie like that one all right maybe I'll it was, watch it and Kate Blanchett I don't think anyone else could have played anyone living could have played that role anyone living she's so that, intense gosh you are uh, nobody yeah. alive could have played it like she did no I'm not I'm not like a Kate Blanchett stan I like. She's always just been someone who's like, yeah, she's cool. She's pretty. This one, she is fucking intense. It was, yeah, there's so many layers to that movie. But. Gosh. Well, I guess guess you can steal the thunder because, you know, this movie got a lot. But. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's um, the fact that it was disregarded by the Academy only solidifies its quality in my mind. Yeah. There you go. Whatever. All right. Whatever anyway. All right. Back to back to the back to the feel good story. Yeah. It was shot in talk about a lady with ambition. Eight days. Thirty eight days. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what the budget was, but it wasn't a lot. If it wasn't like barely over a month, like five weeks of production, and it just swept. And it's such a like a Looney Tunes film. Where it doesn't make a lot of sense, but I yeah, think that I think I feel like it should also be perfect time because everybody was like, "Yeah, what is time?" You know, like we all went. It came out after all of the. I lockdowns. feel like it should also be stated that it finished shooting like a day before everything shut down due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Like it was literally like the next day or the next week or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like extremely serendipitous. So like like and it's like a movie that I don't I don't think it should have I'm not going to be like it didn't deserve to win cuz I loved it but it just seemed like it was going to be one of the movies that you know the weird underground cult kind of movies that we're just like oh this is what we like and it never really got like this recognition mm-hmm. but it was I mean it was like a truly profound experience for me and I, it like changed. Yeah, my life nobody seems lo- to agree on what its budget was. What's the range? There's articles saying there's articles saying that it was fourteen million dollars, and an article saying that it was twenty five million dollars. So somewhere in between there. So low. To shoot. I think. Just in and general. it was the first A twenty four film to cross the hundred million dollar mark um, at the box office. Really. Wow. Yeah, Hereditary was the one that was previously highest grossing before that. What was the gross on that one? Let me see. I really I really Box Office Gross was eight, 82.5 million and that mm. was shot for only 10 million dollars. Wow. Yeah. Wow. God, yeah, that movie the the thing those two movies have in common is I both cried 
at least seven times in theaters. Moms. That's what that movie has in common. Those movies have in common. Oh, my gosh. Fucked up moms. (laughs) Someone's a little bit of a narcissist. (laughs) Um. But I think I just think hey. it goes to show also when you have when you're having tunnel vision of something, I would say that it is kind of like a divine inspiration and that it might not make sense now, but it might make a lot of sense later. Because I think especially as the world oh, yeah. changes faster and faster, like our intuitive oh knowing and technology is is ahead. Oh, yeah, and, like- and it's preparing us for that. If you've met any visionary director or seen them, like, I watched Mm -hmm. the Oscars. The fucking Daniels, who directed that movie, seem insufferable as fuck. Like, but they made, like, a a very creative and successful film that spoke to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, And they do a lot of, like, really innovative work. Um, And I think that's the fact that's honestly true for most creative powerhouses. Mm -hmm. Because they're probably, like kind of annoying to know yeah but yeah for you know i don't i've heard both about myself that i've heard i'm great to work with and then i've heard i'm difficult to work with and i i think it really depends on who you who you align yourself with Mm -hmm. and who's working with like yeah you know you'll find your people yeah exactly because it's just like if if you think i'm bad difficult to work with it's probably because you're asking me some stuff that I just know that it's not (laughs) it's not gonna look good because I think at the end of the day if you're in a visual medium it's it doesn't have to be this way but the end it's a lot of it is just like what is the finished product gonna be because nobody's gonna be like oh and that's and that's you know with capitalism and blah 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 and I not talking about worker rights, like paying people and having fair work hours and, you know, like these crews should not be working 14 hours a day. Like that's just not even how you're going to get like your best quality of work. But it's interesting when you're on a set right. because you that's have why unions a exist. deadline. Exactly. You have a deadline. And then, you know, anybody that was on this like probably pretty little set – their lives are forever changed because they were just in a like Oscar winning film set. Oh yeah, know? I mean I've seen I've seen TikToks of the of the crew's watch party of the Oscars and it looked like such a like joyous room to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Like they get they got it's back like, together yeah. 3 years later to have a party mm-hmm. together and like you know receive their accolades. Yeah, so much differently and you know and and, i don't know sometimes it's just like if these people can sacrifice so much for like a movie set you can you can sacrifice shit to make your life good you know or to make it better or to make it more in a direction yeah that you want to go in like yeah we're not talking about creating a masterpiece here we're just like (laughs) yeah like well, you could make a masterpiece out of your life, you know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you you can't. But I think all with habits. I was actually talking about this yesterday. Like we have, like these two versions of these habits, and one is like 
I think it's kind of like the wartime peacetime thing, like the peacetime leaders, like build your habits, build your energy, build who you are as a person so you can be a better person. And then the wartime leaders, like build your habits because like if something happens and grief strikes or like you get a rug pull, like this is what's going to keep you alive because it's just like you're, you have a more solid foundation versus if like your habits are already shit and you're like, struggling then something bad happens whoo oy vey so i i don't know where i i kind of think we're heading into wartime vibes personally like physically and spiritually (laughs) but it's just something's happening yeah make sure your foundations are strong mm mm-hmm yeah, and it's like what we always talk about, you know, building your community, building yourself, building your energetic body. Like, it, it's it's a holistic approach. Um, it's all just as important, and yeah, we'll, we'll do it. And you having tunnel vision for a little bit or a lot of bit, you know, the people that love you and care about you will – love you from a distance if they have to um because they just want you to be happy um and if this seems like something you know that you are vibing with then there you go so do uh do a little tunnel vision if you feel like it hopefully this episode will encourage you if you've been wanting to do something like this, because a lot of great change, but it like that's what like all of the self help people they're like, yeah, put your head down. Six months, you'll be a different person. That's like the whole premise of like twelve week year. Did you? That's it's three months though. Did you ever read that one, Kayleen? Yeah, I have yeah. it, but I haven't read it. Yeah, it's, but uh, I get it's, it. It's the premise of like you can condense what you would do in a year in 12 weeks which sure why not none of this is like linear um and a lot of times you kind of end up cutting out the floof and then also this is a really fun one if you have goals for your little tunnel vision project write it down or make a vision board because it can be so surprising how it can just happen and you're like i'm sorry what so yeah, so we're going to hop into bro book reviews. Bro book reviews. I read a bro book every week so you don't have to. So for today's bro book review, we are going to be discussing Money Magic by The Money Witch. I think we have like an author in here somewhere. Jesse Susanna Karanats a.k.a. The Money Witch, an intuitive financial coach based in the California Bay Area. So this, I, 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 how do I put this? It was too Oakland for me. It was too much like, you can't feel guilty about making money because you need it. And I just, I'm like, yeah, they're like, money is used to oppress people. I was like, I, like, I think anybody reading something like this knows that and it's just like anytime she would say something about like building your like money mindset she would be like just remember it can be so you can help other people and you're not a bad person for having money I felt like she was convincing herself 
And as a Capricorn rising, I didn't need that. Like, I, I like money. I don't, like, <laughs> I was just like, I don't feel guilty about it. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe it was for, I think it was, maybe this book is for somebody <coughs> that has a lot more, like, shame about money yeah. than, than I do. Um, or who hasn't worked I, we've through. We've talked about it before. Like, I just. Hasn't worked through yeah. their money baggage. Yeah. So maybe if you have money shame. This is a good book for you, but like I just uh I don't know. I have a hard time really recommending it cuz I just feel like I've read a lot of other books that are better at like making money. Like uh we talk about this one a lot, but like We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. And I think I'm guessing this woman is white and I feel like she was feeling guilty. There was just like a lot of shame involved in it, you know? Well, like, the Rachel Rogers book, it was just, like, really fucking, like, unapologetic, and she had done it, and she had made millions of dollars, you know? And she's like, no, get your bag. Yeah. We're not going to really talk, like, you want money or not? Like, you do. You picked up a money book. Right. Um, Which I just think, like, maybe this this author wasn't that clear on her audience, because you're getting a book about your finances, like, you probably don't don't and I can understand in the beginning being like oh are you feeling shameful yeah make that the prologue Um, you know yeah but it was literally addressed in like almost every chapter and I was just like okay but it's um yeah that sounds like a different book that sounds like it should be called a different book yeah this is page 44 for example our like main like I don't know titles guilt shame integrity humility i don't i don't know if i want my money book to really be talking about humility personally um yeah and then but then it was cool because the beginning of everything had these like an astrological sign to like use throughout the 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 book the chapter uh, crystal friends and it was like recommended crystals and then a tiny tarot reading um, and then a, a cup of tea and then they called it like money magic allies so there was some cool parts to it but all in all I just I, I it just didn't really I don't think it would do the trick if you were really trying to to work on that and like make money um, yeah yeah does it have the, actual uh, any like rituals or anything like that, or is it all mindset stuff? Yeah, there were. Let let me see if I can find one. Um, there's a journal prompt, affirmation and goals, how to write an intention, and then okay, this was one like make an offering. Okay, but this is like the second the second thing in it one of the greatest ways we can interrupt the mindset of capitalist colonialism is to stay centered in gratitude and right rela- relationships so-called western cultures tells us to extract what we need out of any cost like i just i don't need all that i huh. don't i don't need to be reminded that like i can do a money like ritual to disrupt colonialism i i i don't know it just seemed very like uh it was just giving Oh, like it was really giving like Oakland, California, like, like I think she 
you know what it felt like? She was writing this book trying not to get canceled. She was Interesting. Like, I know what I want to say, but I need to say this. So, I need to couch it like, in all the right I, way, in all the right terms. Yeah. So, so that people don't attack so me people, over my message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the people at the co-op don't, you know, and it's just like you live in one of the most wealthy areas of the country. Like, who cares what the fuck your friends are saying? You know what I mean? Like, this book should be for poor people and fighting against poverty, not like you not getting canceled by your co-op comrades. Who the fuck cares? You know, like, this is kind of like with tunnel vision. I just felt like this didn't have like the tunnel vision. This was just like kind of written out of fear of, yeah, getting getting canceled by your co-op comrades um and it's just kind of like i don't know if this was really helpful it has a um, it has a self-published look to it is that true um let's see it might be yeah i got it at a place in in new york at a Kind of like apothecary type things. No, it's it's uh, published by a place in San Francisco. Right. Yeah. And with the with the subjects of finance, personal money, and and it's nothing about like spirituality or anything. Interesting. Like that. So like yeah, if you're not even gonna have it published under, um, like spirituality or like just. I don't, anyway, I digress. I feel like kind of gave me flashbacks to my time in Oakland, California, where it's just like, y'all are fucking clowns. I, 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 if you're from Oakland, cool. It's a beautiful city, but um, I think sometimes it can be like the snake is eating its own fucking head. Um, and that's kind of what I felt with this book. Um, okay, so... Um, you can find me on Instagram and maybe TikTok. Who knows if it'll be out? Please, Lord, take away TikTok so I can have my brain back. Um, the dot fake guru. I have released a newsletter. I haven't sent one out yet, but I have a sign up. So if the rug does get pulled, you can find me there. We are in week three of Hit Me Spring, which has been going really well. We have a group. I guess we didn't talk about that, but yeah, we have a group and we're just all taking videos and sharing it. And it's been a wonderful transformational experience for everyone involved. Yeah, we'll do our personal catch ups uh, from the break next week. Um, You can find me Swamp Witch with four eyes on Instagram. Entrepreneurs.podcast and entrepreneurs.com. Hit us up. What do you want us to talk about? Let us know. Have a gay day. Thank you.